0: Hey, welcome to Real Talk Season 2, Episode
1: 94. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. We're back, we're back, we're back once again, and this is the second time I'm doing it.
0: Man, that's the <laughs> return of the new uh, the new Real Talk jingle. Hey, yes, sh- this shout entire out. TV
1: was shaking. I saw <laughs> it in the corner of yeah. my eye, actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you watch this on video, I'm sure they saw me looking and going, I don't know if this is what's going to happen here. He just goes... <laughs> that would be us, though, wouldn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, it would be, actually... Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, Pastor Jim. He said uh, he's like, I don't know how I feel about it. So there you go again, man. Yeah, you made you made us laugh pretty good with that. It passion, was that man. was good. Yeah, I'm excited about that.
0: Speaking of him, uh, yeah, oh man. Don't know, don't know him at all. Probably shouldn't even be talking about him. However, <laughs> have a lot of love for the guy just from uh, even interacting with his daughter. So genuine, and, man. Yeah, and <sighs> just uh, hearing some of the stuff from his daughter and his heart. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a few of his sermon so if you're watch pastor jim don't know if you do or not but shout out to you brother keep doing what you're doing i know Absolutely. i know the uh the race gets hard sometimes and mm. discouraging but you uh you're making a difference for the kingdom i believe it amen so, dude for real anyway well what's real talk well you're already this far in or you left already so you don't care but if you are still here real talk is an opportunity to talk about life god the bible and everything in between is two guys just hip cool all right, maybe not that, but two guys—two oh guys chopping it up about life. That's right. So, really, guys, what this all—what we're hoping this does—is get you to understand the benefit of, you know, having real, um, real conversations, that's being right. willing to talk about real things, whether that's your own life, whether it's questions about God, the Bible, you know the hard stuff that's going mm-hmm. on, and uh, that Christianity is not just
1: dry and mm-hmm. dull and boring, but it's life. It's a platform of transparency. Man, you've been reading lately? That's pretty good. Trying. Yeah. So <laughs> Dictionary. That's what it
0: is. So just in case you're new listening to the podcast or on one of our various platforms, we're on Rumble now. We are on Rumble. Yo, Rumble, help us out. That's right. That being said, guys, there is a link um, up above or below or somewhere, mm-hmm. even in the podcast format. It's talk you click that link go down to submit a question you can ask us a question or give us a topic anonymously yep particularly if it's something that maybe is a little touchy or you feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable putting your name to we understand that absolutely we also understand that those sometimes those are the things that need to be talked about the most let's bring it to light because if we don't talk about it somebody else will yeah and in the absence of answers the world will certainly try to fill in the gaps and Mm -hmm. those aren't always um, good or right no so that's the gist of it Hey, 94 episodes deep, slowly
1: but surely, Lord willing, mm-hmm. approaching 100. The century mark. Isn't that nuts? The century mark. Man, that's insane to me. I'm trying to think of a cool saying. It was. You? Didn't have anything. Yeah. It is. It's crazy, man. We've come
0: a long way. If you're watching one of the videos, um, you could go see how ridiculous the first couple episodes were. Oh, absolutely. Though, weirdly enough, that episode... It's one of our highest viewed episodes. If you recall, ever. I think it's yeah. like twenty nine hundred. Oh,
1: it's up there, man.
0: People so were like, look surreal. something
1: new. Yeah,
0: it was. Mm-hmm. We were much happier before the, <laughs> the weight of life wore us down. If you went back and watched it's it, true. we're so happy. We're, we look so innocent. Yeah, we're so happy. We're like, hey,
1: man, we're we're here. Yeah. yeah. Now we're like, hey, we're back again. I guess. Yeah. You ever hear a voice like this? I'm not a man like me. <laughs> yes. Inside joke. So
0: one of the things that's been cool, and if you guys are watching, it has been so encouraging to, or listening, to find I don't know if you know this. More and more I'm hearing people that we have no idea have been watching us and, and kind of sitting at our table, if yeah. you were. I, <laughs> I can't talk today. But that's really neat. Um, so, man, I'm just excited. It's crazy to think, you know, sometimes we just don't realize how many people take part in what we do. And honestly, guys, we're just so thankful because... You're giving us the, you know, you sitting at our table as mm-hmm. it were is giving us the platform to really make a difference in people's lives.
1: Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. You know, I I say this a lot, but it, I really do mean it. You know, when when you are trying to do something, like what we are trying to do, you know, it's so important to have the platform who is supporting you, and that's exactly what they do, man. You know, when they you know when they like and share stuff, like it's Comment. just reaching people, mm-hmm. you know, and. I would have never thought we'd be, you know, listened to... We're, I mean, we're getting close. I think I think it's still at 20... We've been listened to in 22 states. I mean, we're getting halfway to have, having half of America at least listen to us once.
0: That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. A lot of pressure there. <laughs> <laughs> Depending. So... <laughs> we typically... Um, we kind of flip-flop between starting our show or our whatever this is with some questions that yeah. we... And we do have some today. Or talk about life. So...
1: Anything interesting you want to discuss for the world? <clears throat> um I think So I had so I kinda had a weird moment. And we brought this up a lot on this show, but I was just thinking about happiness in general and what it is. And I was just kind of watching stuff last night, you know, and I was like, you know what's interesting is, you know, and I've thought about this a lot over and over again is people who have, you know, celebrities or whoever, and you know, they have all these things that People of our stature, you know, who may seem less fortunate or don't have that, you know, they don't, they are not in that light, you know, we don't have the same things they do, you know, so the money or, you know, whatever, the status, whatever, and um, the recognition even for what they do, uh, the constant attention, you know, and I feel like we always want that. We're always looking for that next thing. Oh, yeah. And so, or, you know, we see that and we go, if only I had that, you know, then I'd be satisfied. And it's interesting because I was watching a bunch of videos of a d- bunch of different celebrities talking about happiness and how what they have doesn't even make them happy. You know, they have, they, they have, said that. yeah, they have moments of happiness, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't, it's not fulfilling. So it's just interesting, man, like seeing all these people and you, you know, We've talked about this before, and in, even in different kinds of situations, where I feel like people always want the opposite of where where they're at. So mm. you know, we're sitting here doing this show, and there may be times where, like you, know, like you said, you know, we've we've grown weary of doing it. You know, why can't we just be, you know, I don't know, Hollywood actor or something? You know, that's <laughs> just an example. But you know, like we're always wanting to be in the opposite opposite end of the spectrum. And it's funny because you know, there they are making all these all this money. That's what we think would. Fix everything. And they're going, man, why can't I just chill in a room? And not be, yeah, that's good. Not be known. Or to
0: know that I'm loved for who I am
1: and not what yes, I am. Yes, and that's exactly, actually, interesting enough, Cardi B. That's one of the one things she said, because I saw her on one of the interviews, and that's what she said. She said that her friends, it's like it's like they love me now because I have money. You know, they love me even more, you mm-hmm. know. And it's just weird, so. I was talking to someone about this a couple weeks ago.
0: yeah which I didn't even talk to you about yet, because I knew you were watching these videos you shared last night, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't tell you this, but a few weeks ago, we might have touched base on this, you and I. Did I talk to you about the grass is greener thing? Mm-mm. So, sort of similar. In the context, I was actually talking about, isn't it funny that in relationships or marriage, okay, a lot of marriages, not a lot, I shouldn't say that, in some marriages and in relationships. Yeah. you You know, you have one spouse or one member of the couple saying, why can't you be more like XYZ? Why can't you be more like Tom? Mm-hmm. Like Tom is uh disciplined and together and has it all, you know, is mature, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then it's funny because then Tom's wife or girlfriend is like, why can't you be more like Bob and impulsive and passionate? And <laughs> and it kind of goes to the same thing. I think sometimes if we're not careful, the grass always looks greener, right? Mm. So for instance, and it fits with what you said. Yes. Whereas, you know, hey, if we only had what Cardi B had, if I had right. the money and fame, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the case, man, because at the end of the day, and this is something that we have, we, we talk about a lot in this show, and you and I talk about is yeah. that search for more, ironically. We know there's more as human beings. It's like our, we know, we know there's more than that. Yep. And nothing in this world seems to truly satisfy us. And that does not mean that those marriages are bad. I think I'm just saying if we don't keep the right mindset, And remember that, I don't know, if you put your happiness or your your contentment in anything external, I mean, if it's fully on them, right? So whether it's money, security, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, it's, you're always going to think, you're always going to be looking at the next thing because Mm -hmm. you realize that doesn't fulfill you. So man, if I had this, I cannot tell you how many times, if I had this awesome girl, I would be so happy. I can't believe... Bob, he's got a great girlfriend, and he still seems miserable. If I had a girlfriend, I'd be happy. Well, then you get a girlfriend, you're like, man, if I had a girlfriend like James, I'd be so much happier. And then, you know what I mean? It can just yep. become this nonstop it's thing. It's a vicious cycle, man. Which is why the Bible's so counter-cultural or counter to what our natural tendencies are, because that's what Jesus said. You know, He says, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find peace in these things. So good, man. So... I just oh, thought that Jesus. was cool because it goes right back to what you said. The yeah. grass is always greener, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I had money or fame. And then they're like, oh, sometimes I just want to be back to be, just be able to go into McDonald's and not be seen. You know, right. whatever.
1: Yeah, just have a moment of not being known. It's very weird, man. Or to
0: know that you're loved not for what you have. For what
1: you, who you are. what you, Exactly. Well, well, okay, not for who you are. I mean, but who you really are. Yeah, yeah. But Not for you know, what is external. Really. Exactly. But like... Yeah, man. And it may, I guess the reason why I bring it up is because it made me think of myself, you know, like, d- you know, am I, it made me think about like, you know, do I, do I, how do I think of myself? And obviously, you know, I know that I don't always think myself very high, not very, that's very, you know, seldom that I do, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, that's not funny,
0: it's just the way you should
1: yes. <laughs> So, Yes. So, uh, you know. Since I don't, you know, I, I guess I was trying to process, you know, how do I get myself in my own mind? How do I view myself so so low? You know, I think that I'm very hard on myself, for one. But I think it's because I do – I can tend to compare myself to other people, you know. And so when you start comparing your, comparing your life or where you're at to other things, other people, whatever, yeah, I think you do get sad. And then you do feel like, you know, that's when that starts happening, you know. So I guess – I want to be better at, you know, improving myself for who I am. Like not just not for yourself exactly and like for like God. Not comparing myself to just others and trying to and trying to make it better for them or to be more like them, but to be more like Jesus, yeah. right? You know, like that's good, man. And but and, but and this is why you said this. You've said this before, and the first time you ever said it really clicked for me was when you you know you said you know. What does AJ look like, you know, if he was Jesus? Mm. That helps me so much because it makes me go, okay, because I'm, it's me. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, we're we're trying to grow to be more like Jesus, but also God made exactly who we are, and we are unique. So it made me go, okay. So he's wanting me to be more like Jesus as AJ would be, who yeah, exactly. I really am. Yeah. And that really helps because you know. Take some of the pressure off too of trying to be something you're not,
0: because God did make you individual. Which is
1: interesting how you know as time has went on, as a culture in Christianity, especially Americanized Christianity, we've we've developed this carbon copy you know of what a Christian looks like, which makes no sense, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think Wild at Heart even talks about that, you know, of how men have grown to be, Mm -hmm. and it's just all the same. It comes from the same mold. Which is you know, which is odd because, like you said before, we're all our own version of like of you know, yeah, the most holy we can be. You know, which is interesting because yeah. it all seems to come out the same almost. Or that we try to force that.
0: Yeah, and there should be similarities in the sense of like <clears throat> you know, if you're if you're a Christian, you should be loving, and exactly. you should seek to be forgiving, and you should seek to be holy. Yes, but the details of that look different, right? Yes. as far as as far as what that. You're still you. God yep. still made you different than me, um, and He wants us to be the holy versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that's pretty cool. So you're right, man. That's. I don't know. Life is life is odd, dude. I I had this thought today. Yeah. I don't mean to jump topics, but I think it's Going somewhat, it. and it makes me ask. I have a question for you. Yeah. So I was thinking today. How so many things within the church within life, church with a capital C, by the way, all yeah. of us Christians, would be so much easier if we truly just did and lived what God said. <laughs> so let's take, for instance, conflict. Okay, you yeah. got yeah, Conflict. You and I have conflict. <laughs> okay. How often do we still justify behavior that is not biblical because of how it feels in the moment? So the oh, Bible says, the I'll give you guys an example so I don't seem so ethereal here. An example is I'm mad at AJ mm-hmm. He did something upset me, and I tell myself, you know we work together, so there's no reason to say it it's going to make things awkward, so I'm just going to let it go, even though it's eating at me. yeah, and maybe, and you know and that's fine, that's love, right? You can paint it with love. Well the Bible tells me if i've got some, if you sinned against me, I'm going to go to you. If I think you have something against me, I'm going to go to you, and we're supposed to work it out, right in love. Well, it doesn't happen, right? Because we start to self-justify. Mm. So w- w- how this ties in with what you said, you said, you know, I want to become better for Jesus and to be who I'm supposed to yes. be, right? Not for other people. But do you, have you found... I'm trying to think how to say this. So clearly we know that a lot of the, f- the habits we formed in life make it to where it's diff- It's not natural to do what the Bible tells us to do. So for instance, say, oh, you're, say you're not you don't believe in conflict okay. you you're, you grew up that you just didn't do conflict yeah now you're in a position where you're upset at me the mm-hmm. bible's telling you to go talk to me you don't want to do it you do it you have to force yourself right mm-hmm. we've talked about that a lot yeah is there anything in your life that, the hope is over time as we become more uh sanctified right we become more like jesus yeah. naturally that those things will come more natural Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm with you. So is there anything in your life that you have seen, you know what, I did this enough that's been really hard that now it becomes much more natural. So you know how we often talk about how hard it is to do the things Jesus tells us to do. Mm -hmm. Is there there anything that you were disciplined in and you've worked on that has now become less hard and become more natural that is like biblical? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it could be that, you know, it could be. I hope that makes sense. If not, you guys are going to let me know. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's been Um... something I was thinking about. A lot of times people say, "Well, I just don't think that way, and I'm like, Well, if you do it long enough, do we don't we naturally become right, you know able to do that more to do whatever that thing is
1: sure i so it's funny because I think, and maybe this is wrong, I don't know, but I feel like I personally go through seasons a lot mm-hmm. of like I do things well and I do things terrible, yeah <laughs> so I think overall, I think my heart has changed. I think that Jesus has transformed me, I mm-hmm. think I'm a whole different person to who I used to be and i think that my heart longs to do the right thing. And when i'm in a good place and like and i'm doing what i'm supposed to do and i'm in a relationship with Jesus, i think i tend to do those things better. Mm. When i'm not and i fall behind on that stuff and i and i and i justify not doing it and i make all these excuses, i i retract. I become more like who i used to be. That old man starts to catch up again. And so mm. um i think that Even like conflict, for example, like I grew up not talking about anything ever. So even just like talking about how I feel or like, you know, trying to process emotions. um, I think I've grown a lot in that since I've become a Christian. Yeah. Um, I still have times where I like I like I said, I can I can revert sometimes because if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, you know, I just kind of naturally slip into the old man. Um, But overall, I think I've gotten better at it. Um, and it's definitely more natural now than it used to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that that wasn't necessarily a conflict, but I do think I've gotten better at conflict because I've had a lot more harder conversations since being a Christian than I have my entire life. I'd say, you know, I've dealt with a lot of you know whether that was here the church or people outside of the church. I've had crazy conversations I would have never thought I'd ever have. Isn't it crazy
0: too that the world that we're trained to view disagreements, and we use the word conflict. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had this talk before. Well, I hate conflict when I'm talking to someone. I'm like, man, I didn't know we were having conflict. I thought we were just trying to talk and work something yes. out. Um, so some of, it, some of it's that, That's right? Good too. Some, of, some of it's that we've been indoctrinated to believe that to seek out peace and to seek out reconciliation is conflict yes
1: i'm glad you brought that up because that that's another thing i've also learned is i've understood the difference because Mm -hmm. you're right i have been indoctrinated to think that that any sort of you know any sort of disagreement turns into conflict that's what conflict is 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 you know opposing views clashing Mm -hmm. and even if it's soft it's still clashing so it's conflict
0: as opposed to here we have this thing that we disagree on but we want to come to a place of peace where we still recognize Mm -hmm. that we're brothers or whatever yes
1: exactly so I've definitely learned the difference in that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Just
0: curious because I look around and I think sometimes we are very impatient and we mm-hmm. give up too quick. Dude, that's so true though. And yeah, running the race, right? Paul yes. says, "Run the race." And I think we just give up because we're like, "Gosh, this should be easier by now," you know. And it's kind of like when you go and you're training for a marathon. If you go out and run one week and you're like, "Man, I'm not running," mm-hmm. excuse me, 23 miles or whatever. I don't remember. What a marathon is,
1: I can, I can. And then tend. you kind
0: of just be like, oh, well, I might as well quit. And it's like, man, you've yep. only been doing it a week.
1: That's so good, man. <laughs> you know? And like that's really convicting for me because even with my own walk, I think I get really impatient with myself because we tend, as Christians, I think we forget that this walk, this walk is is a lifetime. Like mm-hmm. we forget that this journey and this and this process is going to ha- it's going to continue until the day we die. I think we forget that. And I think that, like you said, we expect things to get easier when they don't. They don't get easier. It's just your faithfulness. How much are you willing to keep going, you know, even when, you know, things don't seem like they're going to be okay? You know, I think that it's. I feel like it's It's almost like school. I think we, we kind of view it as school sometimes. Because I, I studied the Bible this week, I'm never going to forget how to handle this situation again. Mm. or whatever it may be, right? So like I think we view it that way and I think I can get stuck in that sometimes that like you said I'm like man this should be easier. I shouldn't have to have to keep doing this, you know, while in reality, like you said it's you know, it's a journey and it's life, it's a lifetime of, you know, learning and continuing to have to keep pushing and you know, even for me on my own personal walk, you know, I've been a you know, I've been a Christian for like 4 years and I've only been seriously like following for, you know, maybe two and a half, three now, and, like, that's so, it's put, so early.
0: We put <laughs> this weird pressure, too. I was thinking as you're talking, yeah. even about myself, of, you know, I think we view it as God's looking at us saying, you're not good enough, so I have to constantly make you better, as opposed to, and this is a subtle change, you are my son, and I'm teaching you how to be my son. Mm. You see the difference? one is your value isn't dependent on your actions and the other is your actions are are who you are is already set i'm just teaching you how to live that way yeah it's like you're a prince you've been brought into the castle and now he's teaching us how to live like a prince That's right? right or princess or king you know or king queen kind of thing and i think sometimes these subtle mind shifts would help us in this journey because it would take some of the pressure off
1: mm-hmm. he is
0: my father who is showing me how to live Showing me, teaching me, for lack of a better word, to walk. Right, That's reborn, right. Re- and we we should want to do those things. You know, yes. And I, I I can't help but think of of a lot of the little kids around here. You know, they may push, fight back on being potty trained, and they may, you know, be stubborn when walking and crawling. But it's all about teaching them how to be humans, adults, mm. and even and and. Then I also think of the joy the parents have. You know how we've talked about this before—the excitement they get after one step. They don't go, "You only took one step." That's right. They're, they're celebrating child. Yeah, they're celebrating. And I think if we were to view our father that way—that he celebrates the steps—it might change and take away some of that pressure. As That's opposed so true, to man. truthfully, like don't just like let that sink in for a second—that your father loves you more than any dad on this earth has ever loved his child. And if we saw a father who. A one-year-old toddler took a step and fell, and he started screaming at him and f- stood him up and threw him and told him he's not good enough. We would say that's not a good father. Mm-hmm. But yet we think God treats us that way instead of he's proud of the step I took. Sure, he yeah. wants me to take more, but he's excited about every step along the that's way. That's
1: right, man. So good. And I think that's why so a lot of people struggle
0: with, with Christianity, with God, because they have this wrong view of it. Yes. And they view it as, I know I can only take one step. That's not going to be good enough. I might as well not even try. Mm-hmm. God hates me, you know, on and on and on. And that's not true. And I I don't think that's any person's yeah. fault. I think that's our view. I don't know. Uh, our own self-hatred sometimes, mm-hmm. our own view of our flaws. And we can't imagine that God would love us and be patient with us. That's right. So for me, it's been pretty eye-opening lately. I still remember it. I was watching one of the kids here at church and it stuck with me and helped me a lot is he loves me at least that much. At least as much as... Oh, Isaac and Jordan, for instance, mm. in our church, love Piper, who, who's now crawling around. You know, they're mm-hmm. not going. Oh my gosh, you can't walk yet. You know, she's yeah. crawling. That's exciting, and that's that's a good thing.
1: You're right, man. So I don't. Know. We don't. We don't look at. <laughs> you're right. We don't look at it that way. Our view of love is so twisted and skewed, man. And and we don't. You know. Yeah. We just. I don't know. It's hard. We don't trust. We don't trust what he said about us is true. You know, we don't, and we don't live like it. And, you know, it's not, not even, like, bring us down. It's just more like, man, it would be so much, maybe not easier, but it would be so much better if we did. And, you know, I I guess I just find it funny. And I'm even, I'm talking to myself even, because, like, I think I find it funny that we... When we decide to, you know, when we when we decide to follow Jesus and we decide to become Christians, even though it tells us that it's not going to be easier, you know, Jesus says all these things. Yeah, it's like we still expect it. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: not easier, but it's better. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, you guys follow along with us there. I know we went on a little bit of a trail. Yeah. But some of the thoughts on our mind. What do you guys think? Do you guys? What are some areas that? Excuse me. <coughs> Side note, still fighting the sickness, man. Put on yeah. antibiotic yesterday, hoping it, uh, hoping it gets better. So if you guys think my voice sounds weird, it's because it does. <laughs> and I don't want to blow my nose continually during the show. That's yeah. fair. It makes sense. I want to because it's very uncomfortable, but I'm not <laughs> going to. Um, <laughs> that's so. So I guess, yeah, you know, what are some areas that you guys find maybe that you've that's become more natural for you that wasn't at first because you've continued to do what God said. Is there any? What about areas that are a little tougher? Mm. You know, these are areas that you're like, man, I know I need to do this, but it's hard. Um, you know, what what are your guys' thoughts on the idea of God as our good father? And i are like, oh, I've heard that, but really think about that. You know, does it help the con the the idea or concept of the best father on this earth with his infant doesn't love? his child as much as God loves you. Mm. Pretty, pretty crazy. That being said, we're going to move on. Get yeah. some questions. Awesome. I'll ask first. Okay. Can answer. Thank you for those that have given us some topics and questions. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm excited to answer these. There's some good ones in here.
0: How do you console? I'm going to get deep right off the bat. How do you console a non-Christian when he loses both his wife and first child at birth?
1: <sighs> Man. So
0: he, apparently during childbirth he's lost both.
1: Um, you know, this is, this is a tough situation in any instance, because, you know, first off, they're not, a, you know, they said they're not a believer. Um, oh yeah, it's fine. Sorry. Go for it, man. Um, and I think that, you so know, sorry, guys. the Bible tells us that it's going to be, it's going to look different, you know, when it comes to loving people, you know, when, you know, when someone's a Christian, you have a different standard there and you know that, that you have to treat people who are not believers differently, but you still want to love them. You know, and in this instance, I think, you know, clearly it's the same situation. And as far as, you know, tangible ways to love someone like this in this kind of situation, be there for them. You know, don't. Don't let them slip through the cracks of, you know, what's to come, whether that's, you know, the depression that's going to come from losing, you know, mm. you know, a significant other and a child in birth like that's that's so that's such a hard situation to bear with no matter, you know, whether you're a believer or not. And so be there for them, you know, offer, offer help, you know, invite them to dinner, you know, check in on them, you know, hmm. that's, that's honestly, you know, my best advice I can think of in this moment, you know, and that's a, <laughs> that's just a hard hardest, you know, it's a hard place to be at. And you
0: know. Yeah, I think,
1: you know, I don't think it's necessarily an
0: appropriate time to immediately go, I don't know. Let me, let me back up. I think yeah. in, uh, I believe it's Romans, there's a verse and he talks about it in the church. And I think it applies to people. Grieve with those who grieve, yes. cry with those who cry. And sometimes it's, it's enough to sit with them and just grieve with them. Don't try to come up with an answer. Certainly, I definitely tell you something not to say to people who lose someone. Don't say, God, you know, God's got a plan because what that and tells them is that God took that person intentionally. Right, God took him, and and they're not going to feel that in the moment. I think what you got to focus on is just loving them, being there for yeah. them, um, sitting with them, praying with them is okay. Ask them if you can pray, and then if the opportunity, and ask God to guide you and how mm, to talk to them. That's really good, man. And I think it's always okay to say, you know, I always come back to you know the the Bible tells us there's going to be a time when there is no more crying or pain or grief anymore, and, and lead to that. And so I think the number one biggest thing you can do is yes, I love your heart and that you want to... sounds like you want to comfort them with biblical truth, and you should, but start with just comforting and grieving with them and loving them and letting them know you love them. Yes. And then I think those opportunities naturally arise to talk about God and to talk about, you know, that God grieves with us. Yes. And uh, all those kinds of things. So mm. that's just... I don't know if that...
1: I think is, that's good. Yeah. Great question. Yeah, think I love yeah. the heart behind it. You know, I, that's... It's not an easy place to be in. Lord um, is near the
0: brokenhearted and the crushed in spirit. I know there's a verse like
1: that. So. Mm. Um, let's see. Todd, as a pastor, who do you go to when you need a confide uh is it confidant? Probably confide in. Oh, gotcha. So, Todd, as a pastor, who do you go to when you need someone to confide in? Someone in the church or someone outside the church? Um, so I don't think that. Um, I don't think
0: that when the Bible describes how we're supposed to live in a biblical community, that mm-hmm. pastors aren't called to do the same thing. So, meaning, I should be living in community in my church as well. Yeah. So there definitely should be people within this church that I talk to, and there are. So I have some friends, just like anyone else does within the church, that I can fight in and talk with. Um, and that's the way it should be. You know, the Bible talks about that. Um, carrying each other's burdens and and confessing your sins to one another, et cetera, et cetera. And I, you know, you can't preach that to a church and then think you're above it. Yeah. Now that being said, does that mean that I tell everyone in the church or confide in everyone in the church? And the answer is no. Uh, one, that's not good for them. Yeah. I've learned that. I think I told you that one of the early lessons I learned was I can't, sometimes it hinders certain people.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, they're not ready for that, for that level. So, it's like like I would tell you, there's people within the church that I confide in. Um, recently I've been able to talk to some pastors outside the our church. Yeah. And I think it's good for me to pick their brain and ask questions because they're older and they have they have wisdom. But as far as confiding in meaning of my own things, you know, I talk to you, I talk to the guys, yeah. you know, I talk to um one of our elders here. You know, I, the the problem with me sometimes is the other way around. I'm a little too open sometimes. And I have to be discerning on when it's wise to share with someone in the congregation when it's not. And I think Mm -hmm. I've, does that answer the question? Yeah, I think so. So simple answer is I I confide with people in the church. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And I think more than I do outside, but
0: there are people that I will talk to outside.
1: Yes. And I think, and you, you touched on it, which I think is, is good is there's not like this imaginary weird wall between a pastor and his entire congregation Mm -hmm. where you just have to like sit back there and like you're just alone by yourself. Like it's not how it should be. So.
0: Yeah, but I do think there is some discernment and wisdom on who you can. That's right. You know, just because of where they're at, you don't ever want to hinder their walk. With mm-hmm. some people, couldn't handle that, right? Sure. Does that make I, sense? Some yeah, people couldn't I handle think. knowing I struggle in XYZ area. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's, you know, it's not loving to me to put that weight on them. It's just versus like, their debt, but there should be people within the church that you talk to. Rings and, of intimacy. That's how I like yeah. to think of it. Like and if Jesus. you're a pastor watching, you know hopefully this can encourage you sometimes i one one bit of encouragement advice I give you is you know if you're not if you don't have anyone within your church that you feel safe to talk to, there's a culture problem, and you you know that's good that's not good and I know it's more difficult in denominational churches sometimes because they have the ability to just get rid of you at any time and bring in another one so um but I would encourage you to keep following the Bible and don't let the worldly fears of, yeah. whoa, they could get rid of me, or they'll you know, hinder you in that way. Certainly be discerning, but I'm, I'll say this again. If you're a pastor, and there's no one within your church, your church, that you can go to to share, ask for prayer, or confess sins to, then I think there's a culture problem, and you need to... Either a culture problem, or you're viewing your, you're viewing that there is a special rule for you as a pastor. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of weight for you to carry. And the Bible Absolutely. says in Galatians 6, 2, carry each other's burdens, and then this way you fulfill the law of Christ your congregation can't, or people within your church can't help you as a pastor carry those burdens if they don't know they're there. Mm. You know, so hopefully that answers the question. That's
1: good, man. I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my turn, huh?
0: <laughs> all righty.
1: I think, yeah, man, it's Go really ahead, good. Sorry. Um, you have something? I was just thinking, like, the, just the rings of intimacy, like, with, like, Jesus, like how he had, you know, yeah. he had all those, you know, the, the we talk about the thousands, and, Yeah. talk about the thousands following him, and then he had, you know, the 12 and then the three. Yeah. You know, yeah, makes absolutely. sense.
0: And there's absolutely wisdom in that. Like I said, you clearly can't go and tell everyone in the world. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that would be appropriate. All right. Random thoughts. This is a question. Random thoughts. I You know who this is, if you're listening. I'm not going to say it. But he uh, this person sent this to me, not even in the anonymous format. But I was like, oh. you know, that's a good question to bring up. Cool. Random thoughts. I think today's generation is trying to get more from today's idols, money, sex, drugs, and religious compromises. Oof, that's a powerful statement. Wow. What do we seek when we first... Wake for the day. Keep looking up. We must remember Jesus is Lord. So I think it's not necessarily a question, but just what are your thoughts on that? Today's generation is trying to get more from today's idols—money, sex, drugs, religious compromises—than they are from God.
1: Ah, mm. uh, man, I agree. I think that we, <laughs> I think we tend to, we tend to justify our own interests and our own wants. Mm. For the sake of, no, not for the sake, but we're willing to sacrifice those things. Like, like even like the example of like religious, uh, compromises, compromises, like we're willing to justify the wrong you kind know, of goes with because what you said of what
0: earlier we want. you get in the habit of maybe, maybe it even makes sense from a business perspective and you let that enter into the church. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Yep. That's a good example. Or, you know, I can confess that, you know, in my you know this, in our, in my role as a leader, or your role as a leader, there are times when it would make more sense to be more, quote, professional, which means protect yourself, right, at all times. A lot of times being professional is about protecting yourself. That's the truth. <laughs> from yeah. People, um, being wise, making sure your bases are covered, whatever phrase yep. you want to say. And it can be tempting to do that within the church, too, because you're dealing with people. Right. And I think uh, a compromise sometimes is, it's not wrong to be professional, but I mean, it is. I've worked in a bank, for instance, and I've worked here some of the principles that i have in the bank had in the bank that we were to do might work here but the church is called to operate differently that's right and the temptation can be to bring that in because it's safer and cleaner mm. you know and all those things and i think that's where we go wrong sometimes as we try to apply those uh, business workplace rules to the church. Right. A worldly perspective. Yeah. So I think that's absolutely true. I think it goes back to something you mentioned earlier and we we've talked about before, you know, everyone is searching for more. This is the yep. truth, the world. So of course they're going to go to what the world tells them will bring them life, money, drugs, sex, relationship. Yep. Religion. Right? Religion. Um, religion being just in those definitions, a lot of the man made rules we kind of come up with. So that's truth. What do we seek when we first wake up? I think that's a great, I think that's the tie-in and, and that's convicting, right? Oh, absolutely. What's our first, what do we do first thing we wake up that probably does lend itself to what our idol is? That's so good. You know, do we wake up and pray and read and get our minds right or do we immediately jump to social media or
1: money and drugs, sex, any of those things? Anything, right. So,
0: Great question. So
1: good, Something man. for us to keep thinking about. Yes. Um. Let's see. Okay, so next one. This is a longer one. <laughs> So, (laughs) Your favorites. Yes. It says, So I know if you commit suicide, you don't go to heaven because you're rejecting God's sovereignty. But what would happen if you had a disease or illness that you know would kill you, but there's a highly effective cure for it, and you choose not to take the cure because you want to die? Would you go to heaven or not? A Uh, a little bit to unpack here.
0: Yeah, thank you for saying that. That's what I wanted to do. So I want to... I think the question itself is very interesting. Mm -hmm. The question about essentially is that suicide to not take a treatment that you could um but before i get to that i want to wrestle a little bit with your first assumption yes so we talked about this briefly before we went on air today and this is an area that i flip i don't flip flop on but i think it's complicated so we get this question a lot on real talk do you go to hell if you commit suicide well suicide itself would not be what sent you to hell right what sends us to hell what sends us to hell is the, rejection of, Jesus the rejection of Jesus Christ as our Savior, which means then we are judged based on our own life and our own sin, right. which is going to be found guilty in the eyes of a holy God. So the flip of that, the only thing that saves any of us is our faith in Christ and what he did on the cross. Amen. So my, this is a challenging thing to say, and I, and I want to, I'm gonna, before you get crazy when I say this, some of you hear me. To begin with, I don't believe that that a momentary decision that someone might make in the heat of pain and agony, let's say suicide, overcomes grace. Mm -hmm. All right, if a person, if it's possible for a person's, for them to give in their flesh to take their eyes off Jesus long enough to make a mistake, I don't know, it could be anything, commit adultery, get mad, angry, have bitterness, and God's grace covers that. Then certainly the cross covers a momentary decision that even has long-term consequences, such as suicide. Yep. That being said, and that's what I used to just leave it at. I think it's really interesting because, you know, suicide is, is really the, the most final act of rebellion. Yeah. It says, I will take my own life because I do, I do not trust your sovereignty in it. So I guess what I would want to say to someone is, do you want to take that chance? You want to take, does that make sense in a way? Like, where's your heart really at? Mm-hmm. So, I think we need to be, I guess I say that to a Christian out there struggling with suicide saying, Oh, I can't escape this pain. No, 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 no. It's still, you need to take it seriously that you're rejecting God's sovereignty. Right. You're saying you know better than Him. However, in and of itself, that act doesn't overcome the cross, right? Yeah. If someone truly put their faith in. Now, absolutely. You can get a little hazy here with someone, I think one of the most powerful, I'm going to preach on this someday is the comparison between uh, Judas and Peter. Mm -hmm. Two men followed Jesus, each sinned against him, each rejected him, each uh, ran away, and then the way they each decided to handle that, Mm -hmm. guilt and shame. One took his own life, one didn't, and ended up being restored and became the rock of the church. Whole different story. That being said, coming back to your initial question, do I think that they would go to hell, say someone had cancer, we have a cure that's highly effective is that and they reject it um i don't know man it's kind of a hard issue i don't i mean they're not it's not going to send them to hell right right that's i can we can let's not talk it like throw that out if they're a believer in jesus christ that would not send them to hell regardless yes i agree yeah um what what, what, let's flip it around is that wrong to do that uh i don't know i don't i don't know i think it's hard for me to say that that's different right um (laughs) I think it would be wrong for someone to come up to someone, let's flip it around, some religious person, because I've heard this, you should not get treatment because that's not faith. You heard that?
1: There's people out there that do that. I have heard this. <coughs> yes, You've So that's me about wrong this. on the
0: person saying it, but as far as whether it's wrong to, to deny yourself treatment, I don't know. I, I, I think, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's, I feel like there's let it's there's more to it than just that.
0: Yeah, I don't necessarily think that in and of itself is wrong. Yeah. I would be curious as to why. Because mm-hmm. like you said, there's probably more there than just... Exactly. Plus, it's tough because we're talking about a hypothetical situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I, I I guess just changing the question slightly. To answer it directly, no, it's not going to send someone to hell. I don't think so. You know, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't put limits on the cross, right? And your faith in Christ. Exactly. And, and nothing can separate us from the love of God. In Christ Jesus. That's what Amen. the scripture says. So
1: does that answer it at all? I think so, man. Okay. And I think that um just just to elaborate even just a little bit, like I think that like there's a difference, you know, in the second like the second half of this question. Like there's a difference, like, for example, I remember, you know, and you may I don't know if you agree with this or not, but you know, I like there was a there was a story, it was a long time ago, like back when I was in like high school, I think, of a lady who had like stage four cancer. Remember you bring this up? Yes. Last week. And she decided, she didn't decide to just, you know, not take treatment. She literally took something to kill her. Yeah, that's different. Exactly. That's different. Like she literally chose to die by taking this thing. Uh huh. So yeah. Oh, that's, to me, that's different you too. You want right?
0: to get really kind of uh, hear a hard truth? Say you're a believer. Mm hmm. You decide you're tempted to do something like that. This lady, yeah, we have no indication she was, but. You're robbing the world of an opportunity to see an incredible testimony.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, I know some people that theirs is, you know, somewhat similar situation, but not exactly a disease that um, doctors have said, listen, yeah, we can try this treatment. It's going to make you miserable mm-hmm. and we still aren't even guaranteed. It's a slight chance it's going to work. And they've decided I'd rather live a life a quality rest yep. of my time. And they've already went through a lot of treatment versus maybe an extended period where I'm, and I'm telling you right now, I'm telling everyone here that this person, and they don't even know it. This lady does not even know it, how much she has impacted me. We don't even talk that much, just the way that she's approaching it, the yep. way she continues to love people, and the way she whew, continues to so worship good, God, the way she continues to pour into her family. That's right. You don't it, know. It how is a testimony people. to her faith, man. And it, it has encouraged me in ways she'll probably never know on this side of heaven, um, and I think sometimes you—you, you, you, you know—I don't know—you rob the world of seeing Jesus. In Absolutely,
1: you in I, dude, I'm with you, man. Like, you but should never, I
0: say that on the outside, not having to live in that kind of, because like certainly the pain, and, yeah,
1: yeah. And I think that was a big reason, that was a big motivator as to why she wanted to do it because of the pain. Yeah, but it's just tough, man. Like, it is. that's a tough situation. It is. So, but like, while well, we said, cling I think to that promise, different. yeah. Good. You got anything else, or is that is that all here? Um, I do oh. have, I do have one more.
0: I don't think I have another one. Let me look. Mm-hmm. No, I did not. I only had two. What's your last one? Is it a one we should save, or is it good? They're all good, but mm. awkward silence, and I'm gonna fill it. Sorry,
1: <laughs> I was reading it real quick.
0: We can wait if need be.
1: I think, I think, I think it's good to wait with.
0: Okay, a little deeper one, a little heavier one. Yeah,
1: and it's it, and it's got a scripture in it that we can. Re- Break down and have fun. Ooh, I love so. that.
0: So, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll dig into that. We need to make sure we do that mm-hmm. um, during Real Talk Live. So absolutely. absolutely. I guess that's it then. Cool. For today. Hey, uh, had fun. Yeah. Good, good discussion. One. I think we kind of got it in and got it out today. Absolutely. Like a, a little quicker episode. Mm-hmm. You have any
1: thoughts, man? Um, first off, thank you guys so much for just watching Real Talk. Uh, it truly is an honor and a blessing to have you guys just listen to this, watch this. Um, you guys are awesome. Make sure you like, comment, share this. Um you know, and let people know why you liked it. Um, you know, we do this for Jesus. We do this for the kingdom. You know, this is not for our own, you know, I don't know what to call it. Glory. Well, sure. That's we certainly. Fair, don't know, get any yeah, yeah <laughs> this is definitely not for our own glory. You know, yeah. we uh we do this so people can know who Jesus is. We you know, and this is a place that people can ask the hard questions and have some real talk. So love you guys. Thank you for your support and uh hope you enjoy. Yeah, hey,
0: I echo that. Thank you guys so much. We are so, so blessed and honored to be able to be a part of your life and to have you be a part of ours even in this kind of virtual way, please continue, um, man, just to support this. If you're watching on social media, would you please like comment, share all those beautiful things? Guys, we've kind of dipped a little bit in some of the sharing stuff, Mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, the more you, the more shares, the more people see it. And guys, you don't know who it's going to reach. Like I told you, I found out there are people that have seen that watch this and been encouraged that I had no clue about. Right. Just because someone doesn't tell you they watched it when you share, it doesn't mean they're not. So take a second. Um, you know, share something positive on social media beyond yes. just memes and jokes and videos about, you know, even politics. Yep. Let's let's make social media a little better, a little brighter, a little more God-honoring. Yes. And um, so please like, share, comment, drop some comments below. We love to get your guys' thoughts. Absolutely. I know we do our best to, to respond to those. Sometimes we don't get to respond to all of them, but I promise you we see them all. And sometimes your guys' comments and thoughts impact us. So it kind of... You know, selfishly, we we love to hear from you. Absolutely. So please like, share, comment, all those beautiful things. Let people know when you share what impacted you. Maybe it's a certain question. You just kind of tag that in there. Or Mm -hmm. maybe it's a thought that you had. Or, you know, if there's any part that sort of spoke to you, put that in your share because people are more likely to view it. Even with timestamps sometimes because I know people have done that. That being said um we're also on all of major podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to this on podcast we're also on rumble now check out rumble pretty excited about that Go give us a rumble (laughs) uh if you guys want to donate to us we would appreciate it so much um i'm telling you there's no amount too small goes directly into this we're not driving bmws we're just Mm -hmm. you know we're trying to love people the best we can and that and make this a quality show to reach more people so you can do that www.theremnant.live slash give (laughs) you <laughs> almost switched it. If you go down the drop down box, hit Real Talk, enter in your information. You can do a reoccurring or one time gift. It's completely tax deductible. You get that at the end of the year. Yep. Also, if you want to ask questions anonymously or give us topics to think about, even personal questions, you can do that. I promise you, we can't find you even if we tried. It's completely anonymous at www.theremnant.life/slash/real. That's R E A L dash talk. Boom, and that's uh, active three sixty five. That's right, twenty four seven. Boom. So. Other than that, we are so excited to hopefully see you guys this Thursday when we this go Thursday. live on Facebook. I don't know. We're going live on Facebook and YouTube. Do we do yep. both? And We're looking to do, I don't think Rommel does it yet, but Not yet. Uh, YouTube and Facebook, we go live on Thursdays with Real Boom. Talk Live, where it takes on more of a talk show format, and that's right. you get to hear more. One of our favorite segments lately that's new is the Get to Know, where you get to hear people's oh, stories. It's awesome. really powerful. Check out last week's even the week before every week has just been so powerful so come hang out with us live we can interact live have a good time boom other than that if you haven't liked our page here at the remnant church just follow the the link and go to our page and please give it a like and follow again Mm -hmm. the more we get the more we reach come visit us if you're in the local northern indiana area or you just want to make a long drive other than that hey guys i want to encourage you too to keep praying for our country we need that yes please love you appreciate you we hope you have a great day and truly god bless you